Welcome to GovIT, a monthly podcast series from DLT, where we discuss the next generation of public sector IT solutions with the technology innovators driving the change. I'm your host, Tom Temin. Each month, we explore a different technology, what it is and how it can help public sector organizations achieve their modernization goals and accomplish their missions. In this episode, we sit down with Lloyd McCoy, the Director of Market Intelligence at DLT Solutions, to discuss the federal fiscal year-end and how IT companies can take advantage of the busiest buying season for the federal government. Lloyd, it's good to have you with us. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. And let's begin with the year-end fiscal federal. It's coming and is this important for technology companies? At one time, a lot of the spending happened in the fourth quarter. Is this still an important time for federal IT contractors? Absolutely. Good question. And yes, it is still very important. The reason why it's the end of the fiscal year, September in particular, is important uh, is, as you alluded to, it's, it's the largest spending month and remains so. Uh, September in particular is two months of spending and one roughly speaking. So after the close of the, this fiscal year, when the dollars and cents are, are counted, we're going to be looking at upwards a minimum of $30 billion of IT spent in Q4, with the bulk of that spending in September. And for those who may be new to the public sector space, the reason why that's the case is because agencies have to use or lose their fallout money. So I worked in the government for many years prior and we, we had what was called fallout money. This is money that would fall out of our coffers if it's not spent at the end of the fiscal year. We had to send it back to the Treasury. So if they if they don't spend that money by the end of the year, then those agency and department heads, you know, they face a tough conversation sure. with Congress you know, when they need the same funding levels the next year if they didn't use it all in that previous year. So that's why that there's this rush to spend and why we see this huge influx of obligations in September and especially the 72 hours or so leading up to September 30th. So, you know, if you're an IT vendor or a solution provider with a public sector practice, it's very likely that Q4 and September in particular will be your most important time of the year. And to be able to make your numbers and get a piece of that year-end spending, I guess you have to know what it is the government requires. So what do you yeah. see as the biggest technology gaps the government has right now? And does it differ from the civilian side and the DOD side? Yeah, I would say that across both civilian and defense sectors, uh, the needs are roughly the same. And I, and I think, you know, what I do is I, I peruse the projects that are that are winning the awards from the Technology Modernization Fund. That's a good barometer for where there are the most needs. So for one, obviously, tamping down on cybersecurity risk is going to be at the top of the list. And we see that reflected in the zero trust implementation efforts that agencies are undergoing. And that encompasses everything from continuous monitoring to identity management to applying analytics to cybersecurity problems. Another area is modernization. Now, that's a broad term. It means many things, but areas like network modernization, a modernization of citizen-facing systems, especially on the civilian side, that's a big area of focus. Also, reducing risk by migrating legacy IT to the commercial cloud is a big one as well, and that's whether it's infrastructure, platform, or software as a service. And then cloud ties into big data and analytics. So we see analytics being used more pervasively in the coming years for everything from you know cybersecurity, uh, as I mentioned, to public health, R&D for emerging tech, all of those things. And then lastly, I would say the final two, specifically for this administration, are customer experience and any 
IT systems or solutions that help the government reskill and retain its workforce. Those are big priorities for this administration and in all of the areas that I just mentioned are, are representative of both gaps and opportunities. So a pretty big range of gaps and opportunities there. And of course, the government has to have a requirement before it can buy anything. And so can industry help with those requirements? How do requirements figure into this whole year-end fiscal play here? Good question, Tom. And, you know, requirements are what what drives government spending, you know, not just in IT, but across all of government, from a mission to the moon to the paper used in government copy machines. Every contract obligated dollar tracks back to legislation or policy, which involves prescriptions on the how, where, and why regarding how those dollars are used. And so that's why my team spends as much time understanding these underlying drivers than we do following the money, because you need to you need both for success in selling technology to the government. And so going into the fiscal year, it's important to note that most program managers have a spin pan split spin plan already for the entire year, but it can be adjusted because things pop up or technology turns out to be more expensive than they they thought. So the point is to have conversations early with the customer. Um, that's critical because again, they have an idea of what their requirements are for the next September. So it's never too early to be having those conversations. And now, of course, we are late in the fiscal year. So what can tech companies do to make sure they get their fair share here? What can they do to take advantage of this season while it lasts until September 30th at midnight? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. About six more weeks. Uh, so, so two areas. One is more operational and another lies more on market research. So the operational side, operational considerations. Speed of response is, is important, um, as is the ability of the vendor to process orders quickly. Just as we want to win as much business as possible in those closing days, they are under the gun to appropriate as many dollars as possible in those closing days and hours. They also prefer existing vehicles or BPAs, something that's already in place, right, as part of this conversation around being seamless and speed, all of that. Same thing with clear pricing. So you have to have clear pricing. That's not always the case from industry, from vendors. If you have a lot of back and forth, there's more of a chance of that opportunity going to a competitor whose pricing was clear. So that that's the more operational side of things from a vendor's perspective, things that they can do. Also, market research is important for maximizing your success. So one of the things that we, we counsel our vendors on doing is to analyze their agencies, their, their customers' unfunded requirements, and to do that before Q4. So agencies typically have, and this goes back to the spin plan that I mentioned, they have lists of things that they need and that they need to buy before the close of the fiscal year. So that way you understanding those unfunded requirements can help position yourself in the most optimized manner. Also, what I've heard from government program managers is they like mature technology during the spending spree, proven COTS, COTS products. It can help with, so it can help with understanding what was bought the previous Q4. Uh, if you know what that was, then it's likely they may be buying it for the next Q4. And then lastly, it's important to track the, the CR, continuing resolution omnibus budget process through a given year, because a program office in FY22 could be operating at a diminished level, but when the FY23 budget is passed, say that happens halfway through the new year, their new budget, the new budget that they've been given by Congress could be higher than what they had in FY22. So they'll have trouble spending it all by September 30th. So understanding that, and that's a good challenge for vendors, right? To spend all of that money. But in order to take advantage of that, you'll need to be familiar with your customer's budget. 
So yeah, those, Tom, are some ways that technology companies can take advantage of the busiest buying season for the federal government. And I imagine DLT, as one of the major resellers representing so many of these tech companies, has resources to help them through the fiscal year end. Yes, many resources, but I'll talk about one. So DLT has a market insights team, which is laser focused on uh, helping our vendors and our partners identify opportunities. Our role is to keep tabs on the requirements in the public sector, as I mentioned earlier, but also we follow the money and understanding what messaging will resonate with those key decision makers. We're very sales-focused, sales-centric in our interpretation of our findings. We understand that our audience typically has quotas over their head, right? So they need actionable intelligence. So let me just give you a quick example. If a vendor comes to us, one of DLT's vendors, and says, you know, we sell data management solutions, and we need help penetrating you know, HHS. We'll identify who within HHS has both the available dollars and requirements for that particular tool or technology and help them understand the context within that office or divisions. They know how to, to pitch their solution to the customer. So yeah, we pride ourselves on being the wingman, if you will, for our vendors and partners, cutting through all the noise and getting them to the one yard line of the opportunity if right. I may mix metaphors. <laughs> sure. So the time to act is right now. Right now. Absolutely. Lloyd McCoy is Director of Market Intelligence at DLT. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks for having me. For more on DLT's market intelligence and how to score big in this federal fiscal year end, please visit dlt.com forward slash mi. You've been listening to GovIT from DLT. We'll be back soon with more public sector IT content. I'm Tom Temin.